0: How are the leaders at all levels of management tackling the toughest challenges each day? That's the question, and this podcast is the answer. I'm Rob Fonte, and I'm bringing on the brightest minds in management to share practical solutions to those challenges you're facing. Let's get ready to jam. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Leadership Jam Session. Today's episode is gonna focus on the need to have a very direct conversation with your employee. This is more of a one-way discussion. Some of us call this the having to come to Jesus meeting with your employee. And this is the scenario where you've had multiple coaching discussions with your employee and you haven't seen any progress made against whatever those expectations that you've previously set with your employee. So what do you do next? And this is where it comes down to Sometimes having to have this very direct conversation. So, what does that look like? How do you even get there? And so, I was having a recent discussion with two managers, and I threw this question out there to them. And let me give you some background on my guests. I'm going to tee up this conversation here in a moment, so you can see this conversation. Uh, the first guest is Kevin Manning, who is a sales manager, number of years of management experience. Uh, he, Kevin has also attended several of my leadership workshops. And the second guest is Steve Tujerome, who I've known for almost 20 years, has been in in Various different leadership roles as well. So take a listen to the episode, and then I'm going to come back on on the back end, and I will summarize some of the key takeaways for you. So take a listen; I think you'll enjoy the discussion. Let's talk about the one-way discussion since, since you brought it up. All right? So it, it's it's your favorite topic, Rob. You're near, near to my heart. Yeah. So I, quite honestly, I've saved a lot of um, employees from getting to that conversation quicker. Um, as opposed to probably earlier in my career where I should have had that discussion quicker and didn't, and got into more problems further down the road. But the one-way discussion at times can be very powerful. Maybe you can share with you know you can share your thoughts on when do you need to get there? How do you know you need to get there? Right. And what does that look like type of thing? It's a cup, it's 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 a slow
1: process uh over, you know, maybe in our industry, it could be a couple of field visits, right? Two, three, four field visits. And it's, here's my expectations. This is what I want to see you work on. Have, you know, if I'm not seeing improvement, all right, we're going to set a little bit of an, uh, an improvement plan here. And then, all right. When you say field visit, you're talking about when you go out and ride with your reps. And ride with people and and coach them and watch and observe what they're doing. Yep. And you know, it's, it's a matter of, okay, I'm not seeing these skills, I'm not seeing an improvement, and I'm not seeing you wanting to improve these. And let's put a plan in place, come back out, still not seeing that. I think you can't wait too, too long. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if your gut is telling you this probably isn't going to work, your gut's usually right. Um, and I think uh, to your point, but at this point, Kevin, this is more of like the two-way dialogue. It's just the coaching, what you're doing. It, it's you're getting down about. to I'm not seeing these skill sets anymore, and I'm right. seeing behaviors that are leading to not yeah. good. And and we've gone through a period of time of trying to get you square, and uh-huh. you're not. Right. And so here's this is what's going to happen. And I, I was going to say. As a m- earlier leader, a newer leader, I would have waited longer than I would have yeah. now. I, I, I have a pretty good sense of, okay, they're mm-hmm. making progress or they're not. And I got to have a conversation with us say, this is going to be very directive for you. Mm-hmm. And this is how it's going to go. And um, they tend to wake up real quick, like, oh boy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It, it's funny how different that puts the conversation and they pay attention real quick when you say yeah. that.
2: And the the timing of it can be tricky, right? Because as you said, you know, sometimes it's that gradual process, but you know, sometimes it's, you know, the impact it's having on their teammates, right? Or maybe the team as a whole, it doesn't take long for a team to realize somebody's getting away with a lot of nonsense or not. And you know, that's gonna reflect back on you and your ability to lead them as well. So, you know, sometimes you're just backed into a corner um, and you know, that conversation is gonna happen even sooner. I don't think there's been someone that I've had that conversation with as much as they tried to pretend maybe that they were surprised that we were having this conversation that Mm -hmm. was surprised that we were having this conversation, right? Right. If if we're we're getting to that point, right. There's been, there's been numerous attempts, right. You know, Mm -hmm. if, 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 if the the scenario allows for it, so it certainly isn't a surprise.
1: Unless it's some egregious behavior, right. I I was talking Ah. skill sets. Now, if it's a behavioral issue it's, that's a, that's an easy one, right. Uh, To handle if it's some
0: sort of egregious thing. That's true. Right. Sometimes the, the, you know, the event just causes you to have to get there much faster. But you're right when you're talking about you know some some skills or it is a gradual process. But it is amazing, and I've used this. You know, I've gotten to that that one way discussion, and it's amazing how in several cases, once I started going down that path, all of a sudden it was like an awakening. And I'm like, really? Because we I've been trying to have this discussion with you along the way, and and all of a sudden now, when I started going down a very directed path, it's like you know. It's, it's
2: like the lights open up in a room and it's like, oh, I see what you're talking about. I mean, it's almost like yeah. that's the way that they want to be led in a in a like almost like a subconscious way, right? That they're they're responding mm-hmm. to that type of authoritative leadership and now they're performing. Uh, you know, I think it says something about, you know, maybe what's going on psychologically.
1: Well, I also think too that sometimes we are probably subconsciously more lenient in some of these skills mm-hmm. discussions, right? That all right, I want to give them a chance. I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. I mean, we tend to do that. Sometimes the benefit of the doubt isn't your friend. And, and by saying a one-way conversation, I, I don't even know if we defined it, I think is, is sitting them down and saying, look, I'm going to be very directive with you and you're not going to have any say in this. This is how it's going to go. Yeah. And uh, it really does snap people to like, uh-oh, <laughs> what's yeah. going on here? This is different. Than what I've experienced in the past, and I think that snaps them out of what you said,
2: Rob. Sometimes they have an awakening, like um, this is really different than what I've experienced before. Uh-huh. I think that's a good point, Kevin. Right, because you know this industry sometimes, right, it can lend it to you know one where you know you give your team a lot of trust. You know, when we were in those roles, you know, we 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 wanted to earn that trust and be able to manage our businesses we saw it fit. And so, you know, I think kind of instinctively you go into it with that sort of mindset, like you you want to give them that trust until they show you otherwise. But I think there's nothing that's been more disappointing to me to find out that that trust is being violated, right? That the things that they're saying they're doing, you know, when you peel back the curtain, none of those things have taken place. Then it's really easy for me to get in that mindset of, you know, having that one-way conversation. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. I say you do. This is how it's going to go. It is interesting, though. You know, it, there, it for whatever reason, there are some people that almost like need that more of that that direct type of uh approach for whatever reason just and i actually had a few employees like this now i think about it where every now and then i would have to sit them down and and kind of have a come to jesus meeting with them and then we were fine for several months later you know and then they would kind of like fall off the wagon again and it's amazing i have a nickname for
1: those kind of reps rob i call them i call them lava lamp reps and a lava lamp is you know you kind of you get to the bulb you get heated up they take off they go to the top they cool down, they come back down. Oh, and guess what? You gotta heat them up again. <laughs> they're, they're the lava lamp reps. And that's that's uh,
0: that's what I call them. <laughs> but I think you're also bring a good point, though, that you know, maybe you know, subconsciously leading up to that, we might be maybe more lenient than, than we should be. You know, there's probably more we could have done sooner, and mm-hmm. which begs the question, how much of it do we own? And perhaps maybe we could have approached it better or differently, and and maybe even some of the things you brought up earlier uh, in the discussion, right, setting the environment up, maybe asking, you know, what's going on. Um, Some of the things that maybe could have avoided some of that one way discussion earlier on.
2: Yeah, no, when I think of the, you know, one particular scenario that comes to mind when we did have the one way conversation and, you know, I finally started to get some truthful answers. You know, there were just huge skill gaps, someone that maybe wasn't as, uh, didn't have a high aptitude for technology and, and data and analytics and, you know, where to go for their reports and how to download it into Excel and all of that. And so the whole time, you know, I'm just thinking that they're just not doing the analytical routines that I've asked them to do to look at their business. It really was that they didn't know how, right. And mm-hmm. they had just kind of been faking it and, you know, it just kind of caught up on them. And yeah. it wasn't until, you know, we had this direct conversation where, you know, I have to be honest, like I've been trying to compensate for it and there's a problem mm-hmm. here. That I took on me, right, for not being able to diagnose that sooner.
1: And, and sometimes I think, you know, uh, I know with the kind of attitude of servant leadership or I, I leave with my heart. That's what I say. And, and sometimes your heart just overtakes the logic. And that's just part of it. And you have to sometimes pull back and, and say, OK, you know what, logically, this isn't working. And I have to I have to act and I have to I have to guard myself against being giving too much uh, leeway and, and, and being conscious of that because I really do want to get the benefit of the doubt. Uh Right. And for the most part, most everybody's doing the right stuff and, and, and the benefit of the doubts well-earned and deserved. But when though, when people are taking advantage of it, you don't want to believe that they're taking advantage of it. (laughs) right exactly and that's where you're like i can't believe it i'm
2: so angry (laughs) i know sometimes you think about the opportunity this person has and you're like why would you not take advantage of this right right? you know how many people would switch places with you
0: or if you would just focus your energy on stop making excuses and actually do the job we wouldn't even be having this discussion right right yeah
1: yeah Yeah. so true
0: but i think i think it's a great point that you know the majority of the discussions we're going to have it's all people are, are trying it's all good intent it's just trying to find the right leverage to pull and try to find the right ways to approach and diagnosing and some of these things that we talked about. Sometimes it's us. Sometimes we just made the mistake and haven't take, taken the time to, to teach them or show them or guide them. So the majority of what we're talking about is going to be more of the, you know, the, just the day-to-day coaching. But then there are times, there are scenarios where you're going to have to go down this path of this more of a one-way discussion.
2: Mm-hmm. they certainly are more the minority, at least, you know, in yeah. my experience, but, yeah. but those are the ones you remember, right? Those are the ones that are, are top of yeah. mind. I can remember every detail of, of those conversations and mm-hmm. you know, other coaching sessions. I, you know, they might be a little blurrier. Steve, to you, you bring up a point of having a one-way conversation. I remember
1: we had launched a brand new drug. We're four months in and I had somebody that just simply didn't want to leave her home wanted to stay close to home didn't want to drive 2 and 3 hours away from inner territory didn't want to do it and had to have that conversation and when you have that one-way conversation and they don't even respond <laughs> it's, it's even more memorable because <laughs> you're like i want something from it come on give me something and right. there's nothing
0: it was just like oh all right <laughs> did, just to clarify did she not realize that that the expectation was that she would work the entire territory even she did but felt it wasn't worthy uh, <laughs> not worse than of time. course she felt this way after you hired her right of course
2: <laughs> yeah. Kevin, Yeah. you win that story wins yeah yeah well
1: i wasn't trying to beat you steve but again uh, no,
2: but
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm just curious i would have loved to have seen kevin's reaction during this conversation but i'm just curious what what did you do next? Did there
1: was down, an improvement download, plan that was put in place real quick.
2: You didn't, <laughs> and, download, uh, you didn't download Uber to her phone? Say, so look, all right. <laughs> there's another way. Listen,
0: if you don't something. want to drive, it's Uber. So <laughs>
2: That's right. <laughs> Today's day and
1: age. That's it not it was a large state, large territory. Um, where Uber's probably rule. Let's just put it rule that Ubers are not going to be found. Not like where Steve is, where you can get an Uber every two seconds.
0: Right. So you know what is interesting though? So Kevin, you said, you know, what came next was obviously the whole process of, you know, performance Mm -hmm. plan and important thing to highlight though, is, you know, I've always used that one way discussion, right? Once I've gotten to that point, it was also somewhat of a test for me to see which way they were going to go, depending on how they respond. All right, so Kevin, in your story, if there's like deer in headlights, like it was blank. There's, there's nothing. There's, you know, <laughs> it was scary, actually. <laughs> yeah, am I just talking to the mirror? You know, then I kind of know which way this is going to go. Right, right. I'm kind of like done. I'm like, all right, I know now where I'm going to put my my focus on. All right, but depending on how they respond to that, it's very telling. Agreed. That
1: was a unique situation that I truly. I'm not sure I know how to react if someone doesn't react at all to that today. Uh, and, and that was a tough one. And uh, a tough battle who eventually did turn around and and start to, but it took that kind of proposition of this is your job that you're playing with right. here that uh, finally did turn around and start to to do some work. But it took a while to get going. I, I don't know how to respond to somebody that doesn't respond to that kind of
2: conversation. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've had some examples where, you know, the response starts out with denial, right? And just disbelief and like, no, I, you must be mistaken. This is a misunderstanding. And because you've taken the time to prepare for that conversation, the facts are laid out, right? They're irrefutable. You have the email or the, whatever it is to a point where, you know, that conversation starts to turn when they realize, you know, there's no hope, of just kind of talking their way out of it. Managing salespeople there, they will try to talk their way out of it more often than not. But then to see that almost the acceptance of, okay, all right, and then and then what are you going to do, right? And that's that's the interesting part of it. Right. Like when you see that person, you know, dust themselves off, right? Just look in the mirror and 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 start to work at it. Then you you're there, right? You want to give them every right. piece of your free time or whatever it takes to help them get yeah. there.
1: Yeah, I, I think the important part of that one-way conversation is true. I Steve, you mentioned this earlier. Is you now own this? This is yours, right? And this is this is what you what we've what we're going to do and you own it and it's your decision as to what you want to do with it. And that, that's actually, for me, it's very freeing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like to
1: your point, you, you, to your point, Rob, it's a test. And and how are you going to respond to this? I think is uh it's a good way to see if people do respond. Yeah. That's powerful. And I've had a,
0: a couple scenarios where it, it was a very, very direct one-way conversation. I remember the one time where I had a, a rep that clearly just wasn't working, just wasn't working. Other reps were starting to come and complain about him. Steve, to your point, right? So you're in a scenario where there's a level of expectation from everyone else that you're going to do something about it. I've had multiple discussions. So I met him one day at a Bob Evans to uh, to work with him. And we sat down, we had uh, coffee, and I started going through the, this with him again and laying it out. And, and he started talking about and giving me some excuses. I said, "Oh, time out. Let, let me just... Let me just clarify. This is really going to be more of a one-way discussion and let me just lay this out for you. And I said, you know, you are dead center of my bullseye. Dead center. And I no longer own this. We've had multiple discussions. I no longer own it. What happens next? And trust me, there is a next coming pretty
2: soon. That you will own. And I got up and left. Wow, the dead center of my bullseye. That is dead so- center of my bullseye. <laughs> that's pretty direct what is godfather <laughs> right stuff there
0: yeah it's probably not an hr acceptable approach let me just <laughs> let me just throw that out there right again this was like 20 years ago i'm just trying to imagine <laughs> like
2: i'm just trying to imagine some leader telling me that right like who right. or this i mean just pale right <laughs> would
0: have ghost well he resigned uh two weeks later so that was kind of let me know everything i need to know that's pretty direct, Rob. <laughs> yeah. We clarify I am not suggesting you should do that or anyone should do that.
2: That's okay, we started with those like varying degrees of how direct you want to there's be. Very, there's very, there's varying any throws degrees, that example right. at us. Yeah,
0: again, probably not the uh, uh, in today's time an HR acceptable approach, probably not 20 years ago either, but it worked, whatever. Um, <laughs> but going back to the point of it is liberating when you start talking about and using terminology such as, I no longer own this. You own it, and I'm going to hold you accountable to it. It is powerful, even just saying that. It's free it <laughs> because you
1: know you do worry about it and and worry. Okay, here's all the things I've got to do to make this happen. And when you kind of finally come to that realization of you know what, this these are the things you have to do, yeah. and you own it, and it's yours. Uh, it's free in a lot of ways.
2: You know, up until that point, as a manager just a business owner, there's so much investment in that employee at that point in time that. The smarter strategy, you know, would be to get them back on track, right, and get them, you know, performing at a level that was acceptable as opposed to having to start, you know, from scratch again, bring someone on board, months of onboarding and training, you know, so by the time they could have an impact on your business, it's going to be, you know, months down the road. Once you cross that threshold of, you know, you're not seeing those effort there and you, you put it on them, that's what it is. And as we talked about, it's going to take a
0: while to ever get to that point. And in in 90% of the cases, you're never going to have to go down that path because you're right, Steve. It's a huge investment that you're putting up front. We're responsible to try to get them back on track as much as we can. Yeah. So as we're wrapping up here, I just want to highlight one thing. Kevin, I see you have your Kentucky Derby shirt on. I know I do. You reside in the land of the Derby where it's held. But unfortunately, you're not going this year during COVID times. Is that right? That is correct. Uh, the the It's about
1: 30%, 40% capacity. The prices have kind of gone through the roof. So, But I will give you the best name of the Derby this year. It's owned by the Campbell Soup family. It's named Soup and Sandwich.
0: It's the best horse name of the Derby. <laughs> so, so we'll see. We'll see because this episode will, will take place after the Derby. That's not so. who I'm predicting to win. Oh, Uh, oh, I got $20 across the board on Midnight Bourbon. (laughs) Midnight Bourbon. All right. We'll see. We'll see if Midnight Bourbon wins.
2: Has there ever been a horse in the Derby with bourbon in their name and you didn't pick them to win? Right. Um, No, no, Steve. That's never happened. (laughs) For clarity's sake. (laughs) A lot of
0: science I see in the way you pick your horses. Yeah. Lots of science. Yes. Lots of science. A lot of taste yeah. testing and a lot of... <laughs> right. Well, gentlemen, I appreciate you coming on and sharing your, your wisdom and your experience. Thank you. Pleasure, Thanks, Rob. Thanks. All right. So let's try to summarize a few key takeaways based on that discussion. The first thing, probably the most important thing is for you to realize that this is a gradual process. You know, having this one-way dialogue just doesn't happen uh, right out of the gate. Unless it's something egregious, as, as you heard us talk about, in 99% of the scenarios, you're having numerous conversations along the way before you even get to that point. But when you do get to that point, there's a couple things to remember. And Steve talked about uh, the importance of preparing for that discussion, making sure you have all the facts, which is also going to help you to determine and even ask the question of yourself, which is a very important one and a question that's hard for some of us to ask, did I do enough along the way? Maybe there were some missteps. Did I provide the right and invest the right amount of time in teaching or coaching or even providing the right resources? So these are things that, that you really need to ask yourself to see, was there any missteps that you as a leader might've made along the way? Very important question to think through. The other thing we talked about too was that we do tend to delay having this discussion. There are probably times where we should have had that discussion sooner and we just kept putting it off. So I think that's also something important to to really just when you're reflecting and, and you're in the moment or in the scenario, should you get there a little bit sooner? And as we talked about, there's various degrees of having that that direct conversation. So there's probably more along the way. You can start making that transition and having a little bit more of a direct conversation to try to get the message across. But it is interesting when when you actually finally get to the point where you have to have this, this very direct conversation, usually there's three things that, that will happen, three options. There usually is some type of, of an awakening. You heard us talk about that. I love Kevin's example of how he talked about the lava lamp employee. Right. For whatever reason, there are... Uh, some employees out there that do need a little bit of that direct push and and then they're fine. They kind of snap out of it and you may have to then kind of go back to that discussion several months later. But for whatever reason, you do have some employees like that and they go on to be um, tremendous, right? They, they get that self-awareness. For whatever reason, they do kind of progress forward. The other option here is, and we didn't really talk about this, but an employee will, sometimes they'll just go out on medical leave. That is a very common scenario. They understand that you've kind of figured out their whole game and they go out on medical leave. Eventually, uh, eventually, you get to a point where uh, this gets to the third scenario is you start to um, go down the path of putting them on a performance improvement plan or whatever you call it, whatever, you know, you'll, at this point, you're working with your, your manager and your HR business partner to map out. Uh, a plan that they have to, the, your employee has to abide by in a certain period of time. It is unfortunate, but there are just scenarios where we no longer own it. And I think that's the probably the final uh, thought that I'll leave you with. Using powerful language is very important. in having some of these discussions by saying, we've had these discussions multiple times. I no longer own this. You own it. And that does send a very powerful message. And to some degree, as you heard Kevin and Steve talk about, it is it is somewhat liberating as well. Never easy to have these discussions, but in some cases, it's a discussion that, that needs to happen. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode and a big shout out to Kevin and Steve for sharing their stories and their wisdom. And I look forward to seeing you again on the next episode of the Leadership Jam Session. Thanks so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, Be sure to share it with a friend or colleague who you think might also get some value from it. I'm Rob Fonte, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Leadership Jam Session Podcast.